Today is going to be monotopical. Is that a word? Mostly about the one thing. I just tweeted and I said, uh, going to go live with weekly update. Uh, the Azure bill, that is all. Which is pretty much going to be the intention of it. Plus, it is a little bit later here than usual. It's 7.10 in the evening. And as a morning person who got started at 4 something this morning, that is a very late day for me. But before I go and talk about Azure, I do want to talk about turning my sound down and then talking about sponsor this week. Uh, sponsor this week is Collide. Thank you, Collide, for helping me pay my Azure bill. Meet compliance objectives in a remote first world without resorting to rigid device management. Try Collide for 14 days free. Collide has been there for many, many weeks now. And I, <laughs> even before my Azure bill, I do really appreciate their support to uh, allow me to, to stay home, which I don't have a lot of choice about lately, not have to go other places, and, uh, and work with organizations like them. Endpoint security powered by people. Uh, a lot of messaging employees on Slack, providing customized security and compliance necessary things these days, recommendations for their Linux, Mac, and Windows devices. Uh, so big thanks for all the support Collide has given over, I think it must be the last couple of months. They have been there a lot. So go and check it out. Give them a try. Uh, as I said before, I really like getting organizations to give some some things away to people so they can give it a go and actually see how the things work. So please go and uh, give Collide a bit of a run and see what you can find. Uh, g'day, everyone joining in. Adventure Matt's here, Stephen. It's morning for Stephen. Somewhere in the world, he's probably in England. So like that. Uh, <laughs> he also says today's sponsor should be Azure. <sighs> yeah, we'll get to that. Fritz is here. Good morning. Good evening. Good weekend. Almost weekend. We had Australia Day this week. Uh, it's a big, big thing down here in Australia. When was it? Two days ago. Wednesday. Uh, bad weather, which is a very unusual thing here on the Gold Coast. But we still spent a bunch of time on the water, which was great. Had some barbecue, drank some beer. Everybody was happy. Azure. Now, I suspect if you're watching this, you've probably read the blog post or you know the backstory. But um, I've gone eight and a bit years running Have I Been Pwned on, on, on various cloud bits. Obviously, predominantly Azure, predominantly Cloudflare. Can I have two predominantly? Predominantly Azure and Cloudflare together, and then some other cloudy bits in there, SendGrid for sending emails. I used Raygun there for quite a bit. Uh, user voice for reporting ideas and things like that. And for the most part, everything ticked along in a fairly predictable in a fashion sometimes there'd be like spikes of traffic and i'd write an interesting blog post but my bill was always pretty predictable until until i tried to do a good thing for the nca can i throw the nca and i don't think you should throw a law enforcement agency under the bus with this <laughs> i want to be able to keep running this service the uh the nca in the uk provided uh, 220 million something, I think, new passwords. Not previously and have I been pwned. So when we launched the new version, the open source version of have I been pwned with the FBI ingestion pipeline in late December, about the 20th of December, uh, there were a bunch of new passwords. All the passwords go into zip files. And when there is more data, even though it's compressed, the zip file gets larger. So it all went in about the 20th. Now, this was only a day or two before Charlotte and I went away on 
a lovely island holiday where I really tried to tune out of things. So I put everything up in the cloud. I tested all the things I thought needed to be tested. I went away on holidays and we went to this nice resort. We drove golf buggies around, drank a lot of beer, uh, came back, then had all this time with the kids and then got COVID. Well, Charlotte got COVID and then Al got COVID and then Ari got COVID. And I was the only one that didn't get COVID, but we we're in this like COVID-centric household. So our attention was in other places. So the bill is for a calendar month and it gets sent out, I think on about the 7th or 8th or something like that, like a week later. And it, uh, it goes to an, to an old email address of mine, which I check occasionally because nothing else really goes there. And I checked it quite late because of the aforementioned uh, on holiday in Ireland drinking beer and then the COVID thing. And uh, I looked at it and went, oh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's abnormal. Dug down into it and there was a massive bandwidth charge. And the bandwidth charge was for egress bandwidth from Azure. Now, I had always known that bandwidth out of Azure was very expensive. And, and just to sort of fairly early up front set the scene here, like this is my fault. <laughs> I am on the hook for this. Uh, and I'm going to explain why as I delve more into this. Now, one of the, the interesting things about having commoditized cloud services where everything is charged on like a per unit is that when you get the billing, it's very, very granular. So I go through the bill and pretty quickly work out that it's pwned passwords, the storage account with very large amounts of egress um, bandwidth. And I'll go through a bit more detail on the blog post, but as I manage to, to work through what's happening Eventually, I realized that there's a lot of stuff coming from Azure which is not being cached at Cloudflare. So Cloudflare, I've prided myself on how much Cloudflare has cached, particularly API calls. It's always 99 point something percent of requests get cached. But this was the downloadable hashes and the downloadable hashes had always been cached. And I remember back when I set this up originally, only a few years ago, but what feels like a lifetime ago, given the shit that's happened to me in the last few years, uh, I remember many discussions about how we could make sure this was cached because the Azure bandwidth was such a costly beast. And we set it all up and it was fine. So what had changed? Uh, I got in touch with a, with a friend at Cloudflare and very quickly he figured out the problem. He said, the way you're configured at Cloudflare, they will only cache files up to 15 gig. And then I looked at the files and they just ticked over 15 gig. They're like 17 gig. So basically every time someone requested one of these files, it was going straight to the origin. So they wouldn't get it from Cloudflare. It would go all the way back to Azure. Now, one thing I didn't mention in the blog post is that um, it's not just when you download directly from the website. So if you go to like Pwn Passwords now, you'll see there's, there's either torrents or there's like download directly. And I, I kind of made the torrents button bigger because I'm trying to save Cloudflare some money. It's like, just like seed this thing and peer it off other people. Uh, it's not just when you download directly from Azure Storage that Azure Storage is hit. If you grab the torrent, I set the torrent up such that there was a web seed which means that as well as peering off other people who are trying to download the same stuff legally, uh, 
you can also peer off a website itself. So the website can serve the content. And one of the things I noticed when I was going back through the logs is there are a lot of requests from a user agent, which was Deluge, and Deluge is a torrent client. So it wasn't just people coming to the website trying to download, it was also people torrenting it, then using the website. So everything just exponentially got worse. So... Uh, the fix was kind of easy. Like there was things I could do immediately just to like stop the direct downloads. It didn't kill the API or anything like that. You could still get it from the torrent. I could just stop the direct downloads, which was great. Of course, you get it from the torrent so long as there are peers. I did actually load up one of the torrent files and it's like, yep, there's loads of peers. If you try and you know download it via torrent, you're going to be fine. So I did that. Uh, Cloudflare very quickly increased the limit to something that is way greater than what I ever foresee myself needing which is probably what I said like three years ago. But anyway, I've got some, I've got some buffer now. Uh, one of the things I didn't say in the blog post and, and something I've been giving a bit more thought to is I, I do have another plan about how to make sure this never happens again simply by not serving those files from Azure Storage at all. Uh, so we managed to get everything back up and running, crisis over, uh, and all I got was an $11,000 bill. Well, that's not entirely true. I've had a $4,500 bill, and now I'm expecting about a $6,500 bill <laughs> when, when February comes around. I had to read some comments. I'm not even drinking beer. I'm just drinking water, <laughs> trying to uh, soothe my soul. Um, Fritz, is it just me or Detroit turned slightly grey? <laughs> Thanks to the show. No, I think that's a fair comment. Peter, Peter with the PETR, good afternoon from cold Moscow, Russia. I've still not been to Russia. I'd really like to go to Russia. Um, probably not too soon, given the climate at the moment, but soon. Um, uh, Peter is talking to George about World War Three. That's not something I can really have much expertise on a comment. Um, Brendan's here. G'day, Brendan. Michelangelo Van Damme. Egress on any cloud is expensive. Setting consumption alerts and quotas is a requirement you described in your blog article. So... This is sort of part of the, the problem that is on me. And I want to talk about some of the things people have said and the reasons why I fundamentally disagree with them. And I'm still very supportive of the model that I have in place in a moment. But the alerts is a big point. Like you have the tooling in Azure and in other clouds as well to alert on consumption and also to alert on things like uh, budgets. I never set any of that up. And, and part of the reason I didn't is I just didn't expect anyone to use it. Like... If we, if we go back to like November 2013 when I started building this, I honestly thought no one would use it and it wouldn't really be of interest to anyone, uh, so who cares? And I put it out there and that was it. And no one is more surprised than me that this service became popular. So it's just not something I gave thought to at the time. And because my usage was always so consistent and so predictable, I just never had reason to. And I, I did make a comment in the blog post where I said, look, I feel like this is a little bit like losing data off a hard disk. I can recall one incident probably about 10, maybe 15 years ago where I had a disk failure. And I, I remember going to a, a data recovery service, actually, and managing to get a bunch of it back. But that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is never happening again. I'm going to do all of these things now to protect myself from losing this data. Uh, so as it stands today, I think if my house exploded, um, well, what would I lose? 
First of all, I hope this doesn't happen. But second of all, certainly all the things that I'm actively working on, it's like they're in the cloud. They're, they're, they're fine in multiple clouds. So I kind of felt like something that once it happens, you get this right. But Michelangelo's point here is quite right. Uh, there are controls there to monitor these things such that that shouldn't happen again in the future. And this is part of what I wrote in the blog post. I've put controls in place to make sure that if something like that does happen in the future, I know about it very quickly. Uh, Brendan, anyone else hearing some sort of high-pitched line noise? Uh, Peters, yep. Oh, okay. Oh, local cicadas here. Wow, okay. Jeez. Okay. Uh, no idea. Sorry. All the things look fine. Nothing's flashing. I think it's okay. All my levels there look all right. Sorry, guys. I'll look at it later on. Hope it doesn't put too many people off. Osama Rana, is Cloudflare working with you? As in, are the caching services a special deal for you? Yes, they are. And I've been very upfront about that. Cloudflare provides services to have I been pwned uh, without a cost. I've said this many times before. Uh, I think I've got it written there somewhere. I think I actually have it on the pwned passwords page. So they're an organization that I've worked with a lot over many, many years now. A huge amount of respect for uh, a bunch of people there. Uh, Janard Ali, who is no longer there, was the guy who actually came up with the K-anonymity model for Pwn Passwords. Uh, and I spent a bunch of time with other people there, including people like Matthew Prince as CEO. When I used to get to travel and see people like that, uh, John Grant coming, their CTO in London as well. Um, I'd often go and visit over there. I hope I see these these folks again, uh, Michelle as well, co-founder of, of Cloudflare, also in San Francisco. So sooner or later, we'll see them. But yes, uh, they do help me out a lot. They probably, in terms of the services provided for nothing, are the greatest contributors to Have I Been Pwned. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Brendan, don't try and set off automated systems with some ISPs. Possibly, not my problem. <laughs> so like I'm making the data available. Um, I would be pretty upset if someone was getting any sort of nasty letters because they were using a P2P service to pull down pwn passwords in order to do good things with it. But who knows? Pure gin. Brussels says pure gin. Now, uh, Rento Mob TV says, serve the files from Cloudflare's Edge. So Cloudflare does have something coming. I'm just going to make sure. I've seen a number of people mention this, so I don't think it's it's a secret. Uh, R2 storage, rapid and reliable is their R2 storage. So th this is one of the things I want to have a look at later on. Um, pushing compute to the edge as uh, an architectural pattern, for want of a better term, is amazing in all sorts of ways. And Cloudflare, with hundreds of edge nodes around the world, almost certainly with an edge node very close to you, are able to do this like, like just about nobody else. Um, so I, I think this whole idea of R2 storage is something that I will look at more as it, as it comes along and it comes online. Uh, and certainly more things with Cloudflare because I just think that they're not only an awesome service, but they're an awesome organization to deal with. And I have spoken to multiple people there <laughs> since this incident and have been nothing but impressed with the support they've provided me uh what else is here in the comments before i go on to other things that i have written specifically about this incident in my notes um stephen jones what would you lose all those home automations and sensors 
It's a low hissing sound, probably fixed with a low pass filter. Well, yeah, but it doesn't normally do that. So I, I'm going to listen back to this later and figure it out. I've been on other calls today as well, and I haven't heard anything about that. Maybe they're too polite. Uh, if you do a heads up for new releases, I'm sure a lot of people would like to precede the torrents, including myself. Well, this is sort of one of the joys about having a web seed, because if you've got a web seed, there is something there always seeding it. And if the web seed ultimately pulls from a Cloudflare cache, which they're providing the service for free, then I'm happy too. Just didn't quite work that way. Patrick says, has anyone from any org or gov approached you to help with the Azure bill? All right, good question. I have had a lot of donations. So after I wrote this, I did get an outpouring of support. So this is not an $11,000 hole in my pocket anymore. I have not yet done the numbers on exactly what was provided because a combination of things like PayPal and also uh, crypto donations. I have no idea really what crypto is worth anymore because it's probably less than when I started this sentence. So, um, yes, there has been a lot of support. It has definitely taken the sting out of it. Uh, I, I, I sort of got to the point where maybe a couple of days after I wrote the blog post and there were donations and things as well, where I went, I actually think this is going to be a net positive. I'm an optimistic guy. And I think it's a net positive insofar as the stings come out of the cost and all of these people have now gone... I should check my alerts. <laughs> Do I have alerts for billing? I got a huge amount of traffic. How much traffic did I get? Let me check my Cloudflare stats. A huge amount of traffic to the blog post, in part because it got to number one on Hacker News, which is always always a good way to get traffic. Uh, and then so long as you don't read the comments on Hacker News, <laughs> you will keep your sanity and you just get the traffic, which is great. Where are we? Unique visitors. Uh, 207,390 people came to my blog on uh, a few days ago. What day was that? Uh, that was the 24th. 10 a.m. on the 24th to 10 a.m. on the 25th. So that was, geez, what day is today? Four days ago. That's compared to a, a normal baseline at the moment of about 35,000 people. So that was, that was a good day. That was a lot, a lot of traffic from that. So I've got a lot of exposure, and again, sort of going back to the point, I think that this is something that will be a net positive because it, it, it hasn't hurt me like it looked like it was going to hurt to begin with. And all of these people have now gone, okay, well, we can, we, can, uh, we can probably go and tweak some alert settings and some budgets and so on in our Azures or your other cloud services for that matter. Also a question here, could you ask Azure nicely to reduce the bill? Someone else has asked Azure nicely to reduce the bill. It's, it is a discussion. Uh, at, at the time of recording, the bill has not been reduced, but it may be, which is nice. So that would be good. George thought his AWS bill was high when it was $400. Gee, that would be nice. Uh. Madan Mohan, how does one stay motivated? Well, usually not by getting bills like this. I tell you what, mate, that demotivated me for a little bit there. All right, let me talk about a couple of other things that came up. Here's my notes here. Um, I had a bunch of comments on my blog posts. Uh, I broke my own rule and read some Hacker News comments and also comments via the Twitters about people saying, aha, this is why I don't use cloud services because I know one day you're going to get screwed. And I just think that's a really shit response. <laughs> I really, do. As the guy that got the bill... Um, 
there is no way in the world I would ever do anything differently in terms of going back to a logical VPS or going even further back to on-prem hardware or anything like that. There is absolutely no going back when you're embedded in cloud like this. And even if I was to start a brand new service, it would be cloud first, top to bottom, absolutely no doubt about it. The, the, the thing I think people need to understand is that the joy of cloud, and if, if we pick something particularly like serverless implementations, like Azure Functions, it is a direct line between the amount of times the function is called, the amount of resources it uses, and your wallet. And that will scale as far as possible, further than my wallet will scale. But as I said to someone in the comments, it's like there are really good use cases where the usage of things like Azure Functions has a very linear correlation to things like revenue for an organization. Uh, if it is a very, very busy period and your usage is going up significantly because you're doing sales, well, well, great. It's like you're, you're making money. That's fine. That's not the case in Pine Passwords because it doesn't make any money. Uh, it just scaled and cost me money without any income. But the point is, is that having that ability is enormously powerful. What I missed was the controls to make sure that I knew when this was starting to happen and then I could get on top of it uh, and fix problems. And I think that's maybe like in the Venn diagram of things like, you know, scalability and all this sort of thing and then the cost, etc. There's, there's this bit in the middle which is like what happens when your cost scales simply because you screwed something up. Uh, and that's the thing that, that we need alerts for. So there's no way in the world I would ever do things differently. And I think anyone who's sitting there going, ah, I'm so happy here with my, my logical VPS, if they're running any sort of serious service whatsoever, they're either paying too much because they've got a whole bunch of underutilized resources or they're not going to have enough resources because they can't scale, certainly not quickly enough in response to real-time demand when the traffic comes on. So I've got absolutely no hesitations about going down the same path again but just with better safeguards. Asana says, this reminds me of a Google big query that a friend made. He essentially ran a join query on two tables consisting of terabytes of data in each table, ran to USD $19,000. Ouch, wow, that's really bad. That's really, really bad. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a hard one. <laughs> I think... Um, Having controls on costs. So, so one of the things that a few people said is they said, well, when you hit a cost threshold, you should just stop the service. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want to do that. Like imagine if I had done that with Have I Been Pwned and I was away on holidays or uh, looking after the family members with COVID or something like that and the service just had a stopped. And there's all these people, and, and just to be clear, the storage account not only feeds the downloads for Pwned Passwords, but it feeds the hashes for the API, which has hit 1.3 billion times a month. Imagine if something hit 1.3 billion times a month and it's tied into the login flow, the registration flow, the password reset flow, if it just stopped working. What impact does that have on individuals? What impact does that have on the confidence of even using this service? So no, there's absolutely no way in the world I'd want to just stop. What I want is to know as soon as I'm starting to deviate, and, and here was my problem, right? Like, th this is normal, and this is where I went. And instead of being able to discover it like back here, I discovered it when it was here. But better than discovering it when it was like up there. So that could have been worse. But I would absolutely positively still do the cloud thing, uh, and I would not want to actually kill the service when a threshold is hit. 
What else here in the comments? Have you looked at Cloudflare R2 offering? Uh, yeah, already talked about that. Uh, <laughs> so that is definitely in the pipeline there. Um, Brenda says serverless implementations. We all know there's a server serving something along the way. Yeah, I know, I know. Serverless is like servers without servers. <laughs> Let's just agree on that. George says, in my defense, I had complacency from running on credit for two years and they finally expired. I think complacency is, is perhaps a reasonable word here. Like I had complacency that I just hadn't had any problems uh, to date. And then it's almost like just not having an insurance policy. It's like I was driving around for years and I never crashed my car. And then one day, it feels a little bit like that. The, the other thing I've made or comment here I've made in my notes here is that this was a real edge case. Uh, and of course, edge cases can happen. But it was a real edge case where... I just exceeded that threshold for Cloudflare to be able to cache the content. And it happened just before I went away, which was just before Christmas, which was just before the kids coming back, and then just before people getting COVID, and then all of us being like, like it. So many things conspired here. Uh, and and that, that's not to absolve me of the responsibility because I didn't have the safeguards in place. But it was something which which was extraordinarily unlikely and like everything conspired to happen together in this one window. Uh, th there are so many ways it could have happened where I would have known about it so much earlier, uh, even without alerts. But it is what it is. Michael Angelo says, for my personal and OSS projects, I have an Azure, I have them on Azure as well. The answer is I have to keep an eye on the bill as I'm paying for it uh, from my personal wallet. There's another interesting discussion, and I've sort of had this thing in the back of my mind for some years, which is this, this whole sort of concept of economic denial of service. So there are ways to drive up costs on services that do make it very hard to run, now, whether it's a personal project or whether it's a Fortune 500 running something big. If you know the platform and you know the things that actually cost the money and you're a nefarious person, um, you can certainly cause a lot of wallet damage. Uh, and like imagine, imagine if the amount of data that had been downloaded from Have I Been Pwned was 10 times what it was. Imagine if my bill was $110,000. Like this, it, it's, it's possible. It is possible. And that, that does niggle at me. It does. Sarah says, the joys of all the edge cases coming together at the right time for best damage. Yeah, been there, done that. Um, yeah, and look, I'm I'm sure that I've have I'm, I, I can think of other instances in the past where there have been just a confluence of events that have all happened at the same time to cause things to be very unpleasant. So again, look, that said, just to, to sort of wrap up the whole Azure Bill thing, at at the end of the day, it was a massive learning experience that the sting has been taken out of it by donations. I might get some more support from Microsoft. I, d I don't know yet. Uh, I have learned a lot and I hope that from the blog post other people have sort of taken the time to go, oh, I probably should look at how I've got all this configured. So look, with that, I'm going to sign out of this thing. I had another meeting before this which made me start a little bit late and it's like well and truly dinner time as well uh, and it has been a rather strange week uh, for all the reasons I've mentioned today and many others. 
I'll come back next week and do this again. Hopefully, there'll be happier stories to tell next week. Yeah, there's like data breaches and stuff like that. And, uh, and we'll do it again then. So thank you for joining uh, and also for everyone for chiming in on this. I think it's a really, really interesting topic. And I know I'm going to write more stuff about this later on too. Cheers, folks. We'll see you later.